You're listening to Trademarks Made Easy. Trademarks Made Easy is the podcast focused on helping brand owners in the e-commerce space. With your host, Susie Hickson, the private label lawyer. But don't worry, you won't find too much legalese here. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Trademarks Made Easy for Private Label and E-Commerce Sellers podcast. I'm your host, Susie Hickson, also known as the Private Label Lawyer. Today is part two of the interview with my friend, Lita. Lita manufactures two lines of natural supplements. One is for pets and the other is for their humans. And as I talked about last week, she loves to help people get healthy the natural way. And she really believes in not compromising one's health just for the sake of weight loss. And in addition to our conversation about health (laughs) and meditation and all kinds of interesting topics, we of course are going to dig into a really big obstacle that Lita faced during the ramp up of her brand intentionally naked. And she actually ended up revising that brand name into Intentionally Bare. I'm a big advocate of really taking a pragmatic approach when it comes to trademark creation and to not get really hung up on having to do a brand name change. And unfortunately, it is something that, that you might have to encounter. But remember, just taking the approach and looking at the big picture of the fact that your brand, your business is going to be around probably a lot longer than it has in the future than it has been in the past should give you some level of comfort if you do end up having to evolve your name just like Lita had to. And I really feel like this is going to be so much more beneficial to her in the long run. Now, if you are thinking about a brand name change, whether it's going to be forced or maybe you're just not happy with the one that you originally created, make sure you listen to episode 11 where I talk about whether or not you should change your brand name and just some really practical considerations. So without further ado, let's get rolling with part two of this interview with Miss Lita. And I'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me ask you, Lita, 2019, we're, we're almost halfway through with 2019. Mm-hmm. We are getting ready to have summer solstice, woohoo, which is like the official Ooh, start of summer, which I know you're probably really excited about. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please get me back to winter immediately. Please let uh, me know. Yeah, that's where we differ, Susie. That's where we <laughs> differ. You like to be on the ski slopes and I want to be laying on the beach. So Yes. Yeah. And you're, you're up in Canada and I get so jealous. I'm like, ah, I want to be in the snow. Like, and in winter, I'm coming down to you. So that's, <laughs> you got to get the Dodge here in Canada. <laughs> you know what? We should do a house swap. That would be a great idea. Oh my gosh. That's actually a super great idea. Okay, talk <laughs> We'll talk about that. about that one these days. Yeah. That would actually be a little hurt. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I live in like a little cabin on a farm. I don't know, but I tell you what, it gets hot down here. It gets really hot. So that's fine by me. You know what? You'd probably love it. 
But so Mm -hmm. yeah, you are probably starting to think about, I guess, Q4 and product positioning. Where is your product line going in the rest of this year, Lita? Like, and what do you see for you all in terms of a growth strategy? What, what types of steps are you putting in place right now to get to Q4? And maybe this isn't the best question for you because, you know, I feel like supplements are kind of a personal thing. So maybe people aren't really buying them as gifts and that might be kind of something to talk about, but you know, what are you doing to take, to to help yourself grow in 2019? And are you looking at any steps to kind of help, help with sales in, in quarter four? Yeah, well, that's interesting because I think uh, if it wasn't supplements, Q4 is, is is a big deal. I mean, that's where everyone lives and breathes by their Q4. I don't really put that much emphasis on where we are in the year other than in my space, January is huge and September is huge. Those are the two biggest areas I find because it's, it's always a start fresh yeah. time. So I look at those more so. Um, I found that our sales were actually very good in Q4, even though they are supplements, because again, the approach that we take is that you need to think about yourself and you need to take care of your health in order to take care of other people. So you're, you yeah. know, you're, you're very important. As far as the growth of the company, there are still a lot more keto supporting products that we have coming out and we're slowly rolling those out. We have three more up and coming in the next few months. Awesome. But we're also going to be branching out into, I, I talk a lot in my blogs and my, in my group, just about really good health, things that we should be doing. Um, a lot of us, you know, 50 plus, and we really have to think about what we put in our body is just so important. And we want to be as healthy as we can in the next phase of our lives. So we're going to be branching out into regular supplements as well. They, they absolutely totally work with keto, but they're, they're good for even if, you know, you're not in keto. And in fact, actually, all of our products are not necessarily, you know, you can be paleo, you can be low carb, you can be just looking for good health. They are not specifically for keto, which is exactly why we don't have the word keto on them, but they do lend themselves very, very well to people that are on keto. But we are going to be branching out into just, you know, your regular human supplements, the ones that make the most impact on health. That's that's so exciting. (laughs) So will those products, do you think, be out before the end of 2019? Yes. That's um, so exciting. There, there's one one specifically that isn't keto specific and it will be the first one coming out in that line and it will be out in about two months. Cool. So I love um, to see that you all are continuing to grow. That's great. Thank you. So if you could give two pieces of advice <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who is interested and let's talk about, well, let's not talk about supplement category specifically, but let's just talk about, you know, e-commerce in general. If you could give Mm -hmm. two pieces of advice to people who are listening to this podcast, what would it be? And this could be based on prior mistakes. Okay. Absolutely. You know, whatever it is that you're going to do, I really do feel it's very important that you have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone's going to get into drop shipping or something like that, I don't think you have to have a passion for it, but I'm saying if you're going to manufacture your own line of products, you need to feel really good about what you're doing. So that would be my number one advice. And my number two advice is there are platforms out there. I don't know if I should say specifically, but I mean, like Amazon, I'll say, okay, Amazon, it's an easy one to get started on. And if you know what you're doing, you can do really, really well on it. And I'm really eternally grateful for what Amazon has done for us. But what can happen is you can kind of get pigeonholed into it and you don't really focus a lot of times on 
other ways to grow your business because you're doing so well on this platform. And I don't want to say anything negative about it, but like anything that you don't have full control of, mm -hmm. it can affect you. So if for some reason you got suspended or for some, who knows what the reasons could be, but they could make that decision that you can't sell anymore or you can't sell that one product anymore. And maybe it takes you a while to dig yourself out and maybe you never dig yourself out. Mm -hmm. But I guess don't have all your eggs in one basket. I think it's really, really important to think about your company overall selling off your own website, being on other platforms, being in multiple places, talking to people in many, many different social media spaces and don't just focus on on one thing because you just don't know what can happen. That's such a solid piece of advice because I see a lot of danger in companies becoming Amazon-centric or brands becoming Amazon-centric. At the end yeah. of the day, I look at it as Amazon's the landlord, right? And you're just the tenant and Amazon's like, Oh, come, you know, come sell on our platform. We're going to give you the key. You know, we're going to, yes. you know, let you do all of these things. And then you go to the platform and then you realize, Oh, I'm getting a fee for this and a fee for that. And at the end of the day, the ROI might not be so great. Or like you said, Amazon suspends your account or a competitor does something crazy or, you know, yeah. it could go on and on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there you are and mm -hmm. you get dependent on Amazon because you're the tenant and they can kick you out at any, at any time. So there is a big danger in becoming Amazon centric or becoming too dependent on any platform. And, and I've seen this in a lot of different industries or in people We'll say, well, why don't I just do all of this on Facebook? And why would I pay for the use of another platform for whatever I'm doing? Why can't I just use Facebook? You know, at the end of the day, these are platforms that are just permitting you to use their platform and nothing more. They could take away that privilege <laughs> at, at any moment. So I think that's super wise to not put all of your eggs in one basket. That's such a great piece of advice, Lita. Well, thank you. And I think that comes back again to what we were saying about having a, a place to hang out and a, and a a group kind of thing, like just having that audience kind of thing, because if something happened on a major platform such as Amazon, it's like, Hey guys, yeah, sorry. So we're not there anymore, but guess what? We're here, you know? So at least there's, there's other places, but how, how do you tell them if the only place, like, let's just, I know a lot of sellers and they are phenomenal Amazon sellers. They don't have any community. They don't have any tribe. They don't, really they don't blog they don't have social media they just rely on the fact that they get really really good sales on amazon and they kill it i mean they are making tons of money but if they get suspended they are done they literally have nowhere else how, how do you possibly go to all those people that have loved you to say oh by the way we're not there anymore but you can find us over here if they even have an over here you know how is that even going to happen if you have nowhere to talk to them so i think it's really important to start building that up and like i said when i first started I was developing the products. I was, I was working with the plant. We were deciding, you know, what we were going to do. And, and that took some time. And I thought in the meantime, I have a lot to give. I have a lot to say, and I, I would love to help some people in their keto journey. So I just started talking. I just started talking to them through the blogs and through the Facebook group before I ever had a product. I think that that's another piece of advice that I would give too is give before you try to receive. I love give, that to the people that you're wanting to talk to and be genuine about it. Mm -hmm. you know, I love that. 
That's awesome. Lita, this is, <laughs> you've just been such a wealth of information. And, and I think what's been really cool about this conversation is you've given a lot of really good tangible guidance for people, but also kind of motivational and inspirational. <laughs> oh, but you. I think that that's, that's where you are though, you know, and that's, that's one of the best things that you, you can provide to people. And I feel like, I don't know, I just, I just love your positioning in the market. One thing that you mentioned is if someone is not able to, like if they get kicked off of Amazon and they can't talk to their customer, you know, Amazon's not allowing people to collect email addresses, right? So there's a lot of value in sort of having your list, (laughs) you know, your peeps, people that you can kind of reach out to and say, hey, I'm not on Amazon anymore. I got kicked off because, you know, whatever. People people might be killing it right now, Lita, on Amazon and, and doing, you know, playing with the algorithms and the the keywords and doing running these promos and Facebook ads and all this stuff, which I don't, I'm sure it's great. And I'm sure it's, I wouldn't know the first thing about any of that, that stuff, but you know, if Amazon disappears or pulls away those privileges, that stuff's gone, right? Like Amazon could hold the products. Amazon could hold your money, right? Because the money is trans is going through Amazon at the end of the day. Yes, it is. They hold all the cards really. That's really scary. Is that scary it is. As much as it scares me. Yes, it really does scare me. And and that's why all of our, I mean, we're, we do awesome on Amazon and I'm really grateful. That's why, that's, I don't, I don't really like to ever say anything really bad about it because they, it is really, really good. It's just to be mindful that yeah. you have to have other places to sell, other places to talk. It's just so important to not have all your eggs in one basket. And it's, a little bit addicting to be honest with you because it's it's fairly easy I mean I won't say it's like super easy there's a ton of work that goes into selling on Amazon to be good but considering doing like say you were just selling off your own website that's like a million times harder but then those are those are your customers you know anything you sell on Amazon those are Amazon's customers yeah. Yeah. Amazon sandbox and you're just playing in it mm-hmm. right they yeah. own everything they own the yeah. customer Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have your own website, intentionallybear.com. And I'll link to that in the show notes. What platform do you use for that website? Uh, Shopify. You use Shopify. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's really, it's really easy to use and all their apps. They're so great, you know, because I just, there's all these things that I'm starting to get into now. Like we, I just had, we love to have fun in the keto group. And so, you know, there's all these fun sayings that you can say for keto, like, you know, um, keto makes your clothes fall off and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So I had a contest and I said, okay, you guys have all these great quotes and we all say it all the time. So let's have this contest where everybody just, you know, submits whatever they think is really good or whatever. So everybody was doing that. And then I took the top, you know, what I said, like the top 30 or whatever. And then I did a poll. And then, okay, so now let's vote. Let's vote until we get it down to like the top 10 kind of thing. And so now we're making t-shirts and all kind, you know, tank tops and things like that with all these really fun sayings on them. And when you have something like Shopify, it's like you just get an app. There's an app that connects to the print merch company Mm -hmm. and then it merges right into your 
website. So I'm sure there's some really smart people out there that can use WebPress or whatever it's called, you know, and do everything from scratch and code and all that. I'm not that person. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm um, the 50 plus Facebook user, Apple user, make it easy for me, please. And so I like Shopify. It's just really connects everything easily mm-hmm. and uh, very easy to use. So that, do they do, the, the app that you mentioned just now that integrates, does that do merchandise? Like, or yes. Well, so the company that you would, right. So you just, it's just something to look for. So if you're going to go with a print merch company or you want to go with, maybe you want a subscription mm-hmm. program to be part of your, so say somebody wants to sign up on your website and they want to have an auto ship basically like what Amazon does, but you want it off your website. Well, then you would sign up with a certain company. They would have an app and you would integrate that app into Shopify. So I kind of, I just look on Shopify to see what's available and I make my selection on who I'm going to work with based on who has the app to integrate with Shopify. Because it really is so easy. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. I love that. And I I think that's really cool because you're involving all of your people and your tribe in the direction of your business. Now, I'm not sure if you're making any extra money off of the the merchandise and the print on demand, but one thing I do talk about in my course is the importance of of selecting trademarks that have legs. (laughs) And what I mean by that are, are trademarks that you can sort of build certain sayings around. And it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing. And an example that I'm thinking of right now is the Dick's Crab Shack. Do you remember that? Or actually, I bet you don't have that in Canada. In Canada, no. We don't yeah. Have. It's called Dick's. And they, <laughs> it, they have this fun, like they have all these like fun, like little sayings, like I got crabs at, oh. at Dick's. And it's really oh, funny, God, right? And, yeah. They've kind of developed this whole like quirky, weird, you know, brand. And then they have all these like little sayings like that. And so mm-hmm. they're able to sell all that merchandise in association with, it's actually a restaurant. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mention that earlier. That would have made a little more sense, but. Well, I thought you said, I, I was figuring like a crab shack. Or something. It's like that. Yeah. It's like you see, you find these places that are like a lot of beachy resorts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they they've developed like all these like little sayings. So they sell all of that collateral along with you know at their at their restaurants. And I think that if you can do something like that with your trademark, it's just another way to really drive home the branding, the brain tattoo. Yes. Pulling the tribe together. Yeah, getting them all involved in it was really fun. I mean, there was contests all along the way. Like if anyone's ever interested in doing something like this for their brand, it was fun. It was like every day, everyone that commented and, you know, put in their their idea, everyone was put in a random number draw, which is super easy to do on Google. You just literally, you Google random number draw. You put in like how many numbers you're talking about and just gives you a random number. And then you just count down, you know, from the start and you count down and say, okay, you're number 36, who's number 36. And so every day there were, um, I was giving away products. And um, so it was super fun. Like everyone had such a good time. And then when you're hearing the quotes and stuff, I mean, it's just super funny to hear what people have to say. Yeah. And, and a lot of people were actually including the brand name. Now I've decided with the first batch coming out, I'm sticking with the traditional, really funny keto quotes with maybe just our brand name, maybe on one, just for anyone who's interested. Mm-hmm. But as time goes on, I think we will definitely be including the intentionally in different things 
and things like that. So we'll be expanding. But a lot of people right from the get-go were including the brand name in the quotes that they were given. So I thought that was that was really interesting. It means they were really getting involved and they were yeah. really thinking about it. And then the other thing I thought was kind of is fun. So like on the front is going to be the, you know, keto mix clothes ball. But then where do you put your logo? So I didn't want it to be like intentionally bare. Like, you know, <laughs> nobody wants to see that right there. They want to see the funny keto quote. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be cute to have it right above your bum? That would be cute. Right? Yeah. So yeah. intentionally bare above your bare bum. Anyway, so that's the, so that's where the logo is going to go. So it's there, but it's not, you know, front and center kind of thing. So I, I think, think that's good. You Yeah, you could put it there. You could put it like on the art, like the little sleeve, like right along. Yeah, we were going to do that. But then we're also doing tank tops. So we thought, well, oh. keep consistent. <laughs> I was thinking like even, I mean, you want it to be somewhat visible, like, like you said, around the back, that would be cute or even like on the side maybe, but I think sure. that having, you know, if you're going to be doing this prod, this, these contests, I think it's really a good idea to have your trademark visible, right? Because people are going to sure. see that they're going to associate the trademark with fun and whimsical. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's such a smart marketing move. And one thing, one thing I've also loved about this conversation, in addition to all the like really, you know, solid advice and, and guidance and the inspirational part is you talked about marketing and some ways to get that, you know, the brand out there and have people talk about it and the buzz regarding the contests. I think contests are a lot of fun. I get sucked into those myself. I, I, I know that Rafflecopter is um, there's rafflecopter.com, I think. And I've heard of, that they do some pretty good contests or kind of help facilitate that. So if you're ever oh, looking great. for a platform to help with that, of course, Google's random number generator is free, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. But I'll look into that. That's, that's a great idea. I'm yeah. for ideas for contests. Cause yeah. That's- yeah. They have ideas for contests and, and ideas for, I think, for like growing your email list. So that's kind of part of what you're oh, wanting to do. Nice. So you should, you should definitely look into that. So Lita, tell me another thing I've enjoyed about this conversation. This is super obvious that you do love what you do, right? Like you are passionate about this. And we've talked about it. What's your favorite thing about what you do? My number one favorite thing, and this really goes for both the lines because I talk to a lot of customers with our so delay naturals is our pet line and i talked to a lot of customers there too and my absolutely my hands down number one is when someone is struggling with something and then our products can help them our products and also advice but i mean it's just to you know help people either with their pets you know their pets are suffering from whatever type of a problem they're having or we are having problems as humans and to be able to give them some ideas and then for our products to actually help them. And when they come back and say, I did this and I did this and we're using this and I cannot believe the difference. And I just thank you so much for that. It just, I just, honestly, it's just, it's goosebumps down my arm. I just get so happy to see people and animals get healthy. I mean, just for anybody to improve their lives in any way, especially when it comes to health, it just is my absolute driving force in everything I do. I just love it. I think one way to look at it is that health resonates, right? Like if you are not healthy, you cannot take care of other people. If your cup is not full, you mm-hmm. can't fill up other people's cups. And I talk about that sometimes with, with family members about the importance of taking care of themselves, right? Like I feel like people get very 
engrossed in the care of other people, which is very mm-hmm. important, but sure. they fail to look, they fail to take care of themselves. And as soon as they start suffering, right? Like they're going to, they're mm-hmm. not going to be able to help other people. And that's where your health resonates. It's like an, it's like a vibrate, it's like vibration or like a drop of water or like a pebble on a drop of water. And like yeah. you said, those little puzzles, those, the puddle or the little waves resonating out. Like you, that's why it's so important for people to just to take care of themselves and to not overlook what they're putting into their body, which we can't all be perfect when it comes to that. But I, and I'm not a health, I'm not a nutritionist. Like I don't pretend to be one. I don't play one on TV, <laughs> but <laughs> I, feel like, I have an attorney, but um, I feel like food can be like 75% of our health. Oh yeah. Uh, well, it, I, I mean, it could be more. I mean, I know like if I eat junk, it comes out, like it comes out in the way I feel or like, my face, my complexion. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, if I'm really mm-hmm. focused on eating healthy, like I'm eating the rainbow, it comes out in a more radiant presence. I feel better. I don't feel so foggy. And that's everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can I take care of my health without resorting to prescriptions? You know? And I feel oh, like that's, yeah. that's a whole other conversation right there, but that's it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so true because it's like what we eat affects us mentally. It mm-hmm. affects us, you know, physically. And then when you're saying about, you know, medications and things like that, there's so many ways that we could help ourselves and we can get off all these pharmaceuticals. Like I'm not saying there's not a time and a place. There for sure is a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, but I think the majority of the, the things that people take, they really didn't have to, but they're looking for a quick fix. And you know, sometimes you do have to put in the work. You have to put in the work to give yourself a healthy foundation and when you're having struggles on certain things, the first thing you should think of is how can I handle this naturally before going to the doctor and getting your prescription? I mean, that's just like a, <laughs> that's a whole other thing right there. We could have a full podcast. just talking <laughs> we, could, we could. Yeah. Yeah. I have been guilty of that, right? Like thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to get a prescription or whatever. And as I've gotten older, cause I mean, I have been a junk food, junk, like I look back at my life. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I used to eat so unhealthy and it's probably like the last, probably 10 years where I've been much more mm-hmm. mindful and intentional <laughs> about <laughs> my yeah. dietary choices. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, I fall off the wagon every now and then, and I guess everyone does, but mm-hmm. I, I am trying to be better about proper food choices and being very careful about what I put in, into my body 95% of the time. 5% of the time, it's... <laughs> it's and so it should be, right? We all have lives. And, and- <laughs> We should have that 5% and enjoy it. But I think, you know, when you go into something like, you know, say you're vegetarian or you're paleo or keto, whatever it is that floats your boat, right? But once you're doing it and you're really feeling it, you know, you're really feeling this awesome energy. Then when you veer off and do your 5% or whatever and have that or have fun, but really think about how you're feeling because I know I feel like crap. Like I, I notice it right away. Like I think, okay, I had my one day or whatever, but like so happy to get back on the wagon the next day because I, I don't think as well. I don't, I don't I, physically, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't work out the way I usually do. I'm tired. I mean, it's just that bloated, you know, it's just that whole thing. And it's like, well, do we want to feel like that? Yeah. Or do we want to feel really good? So it's really just paying attention to how you're feeling. And I think you'll yeah. naturally just keep on going in more of a healthy way. I think that's so important. I, I always think about you know, some days if I don't want to run, right? Like if I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to run. But then I'm like, think about how I feel after. Like almost all, almost 
always feel so much better after I go for a run. And I think it's That's how I feel at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a thing. I don't want to do it. So like, just get in the car. Just get in the car. <laughs> and then once you're there, you know, you're really glad you did it. You feel yeah. great the rest of the time. You feel accomplished. You feel yeah. proud of yourself and you physically feel better. You it's physically, just, yeah. Right. And and the thing with the food, it's if you can kind of have that mindset when you're before you like eat the donut, you know, think about, <laughs> yeah, think about what the next, how you're going to feel after think about that when you're thinking about the donut, how am I going to feel after? Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's what I try to always tell myself like, okay, how am I going to feel after I eat this pizza all day? It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> almost always come back, comes back and, you know, bites you. So Lita, thank you. So this has been such a great conversation. I, like I said, I feel like we've touched on so many really cool things from, you know, strategy, marketing, health, inspiration. We're not going to talk about pharmaceutical companies. We, really <laughs> nice. that, we can save that for another conversation. <laughs> uh, I but just, I really, really appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, I just want to say again, like I had said before, is that like in the business world, nothing is ever going to be just linear, is it? I mean, there, no. there, things are always going to happen. And it's really, I think it's how you deal with it. And so when I was going through this, all the trademark stuff and everything, like I said, at the time, it was pretty upsetting. Now I look at it as, you know, literally could be the best thing that ever happened. But what I just so appreciated was your advice and guidance along the way. And one thing I did want to say is if I had to do anything different. Yeah. So in that process, if there was one thing that I could have done different, there there actually is one thing that I would have done different. When we were opposed and you presented it to me and you you said, okay, this is what's happened. And then you said, I'm going to go and talk to the other lawyer and we're going to talk about, you know, what's happening. And then you came back and you said, in my experience, I think you are 100% right. By the letter of the law, you've done every single thing right. We have done every single thing right. But that doesn't mean that someone cannot oppose you. That that can happen at any time. Do you want to spend your energy fighting and it's going to be a lot of money? Well, I should have listened to that then. Because looking back on it, it did take a lot of, it, you know, it was a negativity in my life. It was really hard to have that on my shoulders for over eight months. And it took a lot of money. And I kind of wish that I had just listened to you at the beginning because I believe that you were really trying to lead me towards, listen, I've, I've seen this many times. And even though you are right, for sure, it would be prudent to think about maybe using a different brand name at this time and what could we look at and what other options or whatever. And I, I feel strongly that you were trying to guide me in that direction, but I was just like, nope, I'm right. And I'm fighting it, which I'm sure you get all the time. And you know, I just, I just dug my heels in. And so if I could do anything over again, that's what I would have done over again. But you know, it's all but a journey. It, it is all in a journey, right? And I can only give you guidance kind of on what I've seen in the past and like what my experience has been when these types of situations come up. And there's not always the perfectly right answer, right? Like there, mm -hmm. and there's always, there's always a lot of variables, right? I mean, you could have dealt with someone who wasn't so aggressive, who was, yes. eight, who wanted to settle a lot quicker. Like, so yeah. there's so many unknowns that you didn't, That's you didn't true. information that you are not privy to at that point. But I think that you took the right steps. 
I mean, you, you dug in, you, you dug in a little bit, <laughs> a little more than well, I did. And then, and then when you go to mediation, I don't know what other people's definition of mediation is, but my definition of mediation is that let's try to work out a deal. Right. Let's mediate. Let's talk about so, it. That was not the case once I got there. So, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's easy to look at a crystal, like to see afterwards and look back and say, should have done, could have done whatever. But at the time, you know, you just deal with what's in front of you and what you think is the best. That's one thing that I see a lot of people kind of get trapped into is a little bit of a, there's ego involved, a little bit of ego involved and that's natural. That's we're human. We have egos. Sure. And I'm not like, oh, Lita, you got such a big ego. Like, you <laughs> you know, I'm not like that. But I'm just saying that I think it's perfectly natural to kind of want to protect what you feel like is is your rightful thing. And it does take some stepping back and looking at the big picture and even meditating, you know, like doing. Oh, yes. You know, yes. it's, um, oh, what is the word? Like, it's. It's humbling, I guess, is, is the word, you know, because at first it was indignant. It was, how dare you? I worked hard on this. I did everything right by the law. I did, I did, I did. It wasn't ego in the sense of I'm so great or anything. It wasn't that. It was more yeah. that I did everything right. How dare you say I can't do this or whatever. And then it's a very, very humbling experience to realize, okay, conceding really is the best thing. But it's like eating crow. I mean, it's, you know, you <laughs> swallow it down and it's, and it's very difficult to do. And that in itself was an experience. I did meditate a lot on that. I did a lot of inner work to get over that because I did not want that to dictate the future of myself and my business. I did not want that going forward. So I really had to let that go. And that took some work. That took some inner work. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, but it was worth it because I have a different clarity now. I have forgiveness. I have, you know, and it's all just going in the right direction now. So now I'm just happy. I'm just happy and excited. And I think if you can let that go, because, and, and maybe for some people it might be anger, you know, everyone handles yeah. things in a different way when they lose, basically, sure. essentially, when you lose, how, how are you going to take it as a person? So whatever that is, man, just try to let it go. Just, you know, just do what the work you have to do in order to let it go. Because I don't think that you can really grow personally and for business if you can't let things like that eventually go, if you can't work on that. Oh, you know? for sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all that Thanks. great advice. <laughs> more than you wanted, more than you bargained for. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's perfect. Let me okay. ask you, Lita. Where can people find you? Where is the best way they can find you and your brand Intentionally Bear? So, yeah. So Intentionally Bear and as well as Delay Naturals. And that's my last name. So it's D-E-L-E-Y uh, Naturals. And so we can be found on, of course, Amazon, as I've mentioned. So Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, and then a website for both. So DelayNaturals.com and IntentionallyBear.com. So, and then all the social media attached, of course, to all those names. You awesome. can find us on any of those. Yeah. One thing I will do is I'll put a link down in the show notes to your website and I'll put it to the pet product one also. And it sounds like um, we, we're going to talk about a nice little promo code that we can put down there for people, yes. listeners of the podcast. So I, I'm really excited about this. 
That's awesome. Yes, I will. I will actually make one up specific with the um, podcast and a, a nice good little discount there. And if you can put it down there, so one either brand they can go there and get a discount if they want to check out the product. So that sounds thank awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. No, thank you for talking. I've been so looking forward to our conversation. I knew that you would be a wealth of information you know, concerning the fact that you'd had kind of a significant obstacle <laughs> in, in your, in your journey. But I know that this will be super valuable for people who listen to this podcast to kind of keep, keep themselves not just aligned strategically, but in a good mindset as they're going through, through this whole process. So thank you so much, Lita. Aww, thank you so much for having me, Susie. I really appreciate it. It's been great. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. Sounds great. Okay. Well, that's all for today's episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I really hope that you loved listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it with Lita. I am so grateful for Lita's generosity with her time. And of course, I'm grateful for you as well. So I will see you on the next Trademarks Made Easy podcast. And remember, never stop learning. Thanks for listening to Trademarks Made Easy with Susie Hickson, the private label lawyer. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe anywhere you find podcasts or at theprivatelabellawyer.com. Remember, the information provided in the Trademarks Made Easy podcast should not be construed as legal advice. It's for informational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered a substitute for legal advice. Also, I'm not your attorney. You should engage with an attorney to discuss your specific legal issues. And finally, while I have taken precautions to ensure that the content of my podcast is current and accurate, Errors can occur, and thankfully, like us, the laws are ever-evolving.